The Jesuits and spiritual directors of Ignatius House Jesuit Retreat Center invite you into prayer. As we begin our prayer time, we pause for a moment, rest our bodies, and sense God's loving gaze upon us. God is here, inviting us to be still and know that I am God. This week, I ask God for the grace to be aware of those I never really see, those who are beneath my notice, those whom I judge, and to share Jesus' desire to include them in his community of kinship. reading is from the letter of James. My brothers and sisters, do you, with your acts of favoritism, really believe in our glorious Lord Jesus Christ? For if a person with gold rings and in fine clothes comes into your assembly, and if a poor person in dirty clothes also comes in, and if you take notice of the one wearing the fine clothes and say, have a seat here, please, while to the other one who is poor you say, Stand there, or sit at my feet. Have you not made distinctions among yourselves, and become judges with evil thoughts? Listen, my beloved brothers and sisters. Has not God chosen the poor in the world to be rich in faith, and to be heirs of the kingdom that he has promised to those who love him? But you have dishonored the poor. Is it not the rich who oppress you? Is it not they who drag you into court? Is it not they who blaspheme the excellent name that was invoked over you? You do well if you really fulfill the royal law according to the scripture. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. Our contemporary voice is Father Greg Boyle. No daylight to separate us, only kinship. Inching ourselves closer to creating a community of kinship such that God might recognize it. Soon we imagine with God this circle of compassion. Then we imagine no one standing outside of that circle moving ourselves closer to the margins so that the margins themselves will be erased. We stand there with those whose dignity has been denied. We locate ourselves with the poor and the powerless and the voiceless. At the edges, we join the easily despised and the readily left out. We stand with the demonized so that the demonizing will stop. We situate ourselves right next to the disposable so that the day will come when we stop throwing people away. 
let these words sink into your soul. This week's reflection is from Father Bill Noe. When I had been a Jesuit for about four years, I had the opportunity to spend a summer in Bolivia. I came to love the culture and the people I met. That time changed my life. And something strange happened when I returned. I saw Hispanic and Latinx people everywhere. And it didn't take long for me to realize they had always been there and I had never noticed them. Then, as now, I prided myself on including people in my circle of concern, but I had been living as though these people around me didn't even exist. Our text from the letter of James is not addressed to bad people. It's addressed to people like us to people like me. Each of us has been taught to see some people and not to see others. The categories we learn, those that shape our thinking, feel so natural and comfortable that we hardly notice them. So James kindly confronts his brothers and sisters, and perhaps us. Notice what you're doing, he says and that it testifies against the faith you profess in Jesus. Do you really believe? According to the letter to the Philippians, Jesus empties himself, becoming human like us. Even more, he becomes poor and marginalized. He's beneath the notice of most and is judged by many. He's taken to be a criminal, and he suffers a criminal's death. In the Gospels, Jesus spends a great deal of time with people considered disposable. Tax collectors, sinners, prostitutes, people who are sick or possessed. Even when it scandalizes or annoys his disciples, he spends time with children and women. He even includes pagans in his circle of compassion. In the Gospel of Luke, when some powerful people condemn Jesus for the breadth and depth of his compassion, saying, By the power of Beelzebul, the prince of demons, he drives out demons, Jesus contradicts them. The diabolic work, the work of demons, is to scatter, but Jesus is passionately committed to gathering, and he calls his disciples to imitate him.
Whoever is not with me is against me, he says, and whoever does not gather with me scatters. So God invites each of us to consider, what is the breadth and depth of my circle of compassion? Who is present within it and who is missing? What distinctions, assumptions, or learned biases keep my circle from broadening or deepening? What might I do to challenge those ways of thinking or acting so that I may follow Jesus more closely? Speak to God in these final moments about whatever is stirring in your heart. May the God who created a world of diversity and vibrancy go with us as we embrace life in all its fullness. May the Son who teaches us to care for strangers and foreigners go with us as we try to be good neighbors in our communities. May the Spirit who breaks down our barriers and celebrates community go with us as we find the courage to create a place of welcome for all. Amen. Thank you.